Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for January the 28th in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is our one of two, the goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America, to use the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founders, to reject revolution and stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Yesterday, quickly, we talked to Dr. Scott Bradley for two hours, talking about the Treasury Department will not yet comply with congressional requests for Hunter Biden's banking records the agency said on wednesday imagine that we won't obey you well if i was the house i would say if you don't obey us we will absolutely shut your unconstitutional dairy airs down and we will defund you so try not to give the information to us and your money is gone and you're fired but you see kevin and crew have no guts so they'll just be like okay maybe we can ask again in a couple of months <laughs> see what kind of criminals we have up there folks feckless Criminals, I tell you. Feckless criminals. Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is spending his time chumming up with Democratic Minority Leader Joaquin Jeffries. They say they're developing a warm professional relationship. That ought to put the country on the right track. Not. Twitter and Tesla CEO Elon Musk. What a shame he's turned out to be. He basically released all that information suggesting, yeah, the government's out of control criminals uh, violating the First Amendment. Then he waltzes to Washington with a surprise visit to meet with Kevin McCarthy and Joaquin Jeffries. Yeah, he wants to know how he can be fair to both sides. Well, the first thing you don't do, Elon, is you don't go straight to the criminal government that literally destroyed your organization in the first place. You don't go to the group that violated the First Amendment to say, how do I be fair? You call for their arrest and criminal prosecutions to the fullest extent of the law, sir. And then you come to guys like me who actually have a clue, who have been in the media as long as you've had a professional career, sir. Now, come on. Go to the right people, Elon. You're clueless. You're a socialist. And shame on you for going to the very criminal government that caused the problem in the first place. You will gain no ground doing that at all. Now, you might curry government favor and special privilege, but then you'll be the same as Jack Dorsey and all the other thugs that were on the take. Shame on you, sir. Meanwhile, the satellite TV provider, Direct TV, stopped carrying Newsmax, even though it's the fourth watch TV network on cable in the country. But here's the problem. <laughs> Newsmax is a bunch of socialists. Yeah, remember Chris Reddy? We thought he was a good guy. It turns out he was funding the Clintons. So when you back Newsmax, you're backing Bill and Hill. If not Jeffrey Epstein and crew by hook or crook, huh? Explosive new emails now prove that Anthony Fauci's cover-up of the pandemic origin was a lie. Evidence proves it was an absolute lie. When are we going to have Nuremberg trials? Oh, Kevin's making friends with Joaquin or Joaquin, whatever the guy's name is. Wow. When are we going to get to the bottom of it, ladies and gentlemen? The mRNA vaccines now will probably end up in your food supplies because they're giving them to animals. 
The CDC also investigating vaccinations and stroke links. We told you that was the case in the first place. We told you vaccines would go all wrong. Every time vaccines have been released, they've gone all wrong. We also, in a good news piece, talked about Assembly Bill 2098 in California. It's pretty good news. Uh, That bill would reprimand physicians who share, quote, unorthodox COVID information. Well, it got shut down by a judge, blocked by a state judge. A temporary injunction. That's good news. It's not enough, but it's a start. That was hour one. Hour two, we talked about the Utah legislature. It's in a 45-day session. I consider America, or Utah especially, under siege during the legislative session. 800 bills in the hopper already, and they've only been going for 10 days. Biden got caught lying about the FBI. Turns out the president wasn't being truthful when he said he invited them to search his home. He fought it. But then when they said they'd get a subpoena and a uh, court warrant to do so, he changed his mind. Then the media helped him lie. Google's programmed woke AI is now censoring the Internet. More evidence of that comes out. And AI used to track ISIS. Now targeting conservative Americans, ladies and gentlemen, Bob WND.com with that story. Yeah. Anybody who uh, is wary about the vaccines or believes that the vaccines are a problem or anybody skeptical of U.S. election results, they're on the terror list. Trump said back in the day Obama is the founder of ISIS. And if that's true, Trump needs to run it to ground and prove it true and arrest Barack Hussein Obama. If it's not true, Trump needs to be arrested for an absolute libelous lie against Barack. Which is it? We'll never find out because Kevin's too busy rubbing noses with Elon Musk and Joaquin Jeffries, huh? Americans who dissent from the, quote, politically correct narrative will be considered a national security threat by this new system. All right, we also talked about chat GPT, and chat GPT takes law exams. Gotta see. They say it might not be your new attorney, but it will be a help in writing first draft lawsuits and more. That's a tragic reality. Uh, But understand, eventually, they'll just use these lawsuits to sue you and me and every every conservative into oblivion. Pat Buchanan retires his syndicated column. God bless Pat Buchanan. What a hero, ladies and gentlemen. We never welcome his retirement because we would love a guy like that around, working hard like he always does, telling the truth like he always does. But I will say this. God bless him in his retirement. What a hero. We talked about Adam Schiff, former chairman of the House now. He's going to be running for the Senate. Senate Senator Dianne Feinstein currently holds the seat. Will it be a showdown between ultra-libs, or will she back out of the way for him? Time will tell. We'll keep an eye on that ball. Dr. Mar- Robert Malone says, I can't support Donald Trump if he backs the vax. Amen to Robert Malone. And the final story is, you know what? Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, she has her committees and all that kind of stuff, but her real aim is VP for the Donald. They say she's the front runner. Will she get it? Again, only time will tell, and we'll keep an eye on the ball. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. I've got Chris Carlson with me. Welcome, sir. Sir Sam, without God, we cannot win. With God, we cannot lose. The battle for freedom is the Lord's, but we 
need to be engaged in that fight. Lieutenant Carlson reporting for duty, sir. We also have James Edwards with us. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Hey, thank you, Sam. I'm uh, hunkered down in the bunker here in Memphis and uh, ready to go to war with you. Now, I've encouraged you to get the heck out of Memphis. That place is psychotic. <laughs> I don't know what the heck's going on there, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to comment on Pat Buchanan's retirement real quick? Yeah, you know, I got my start working for Pat in 2000. It didn't come as, uh, as a surprise to anybody who who followed him closely. He hadn't published a column since October, so I guess what was unofficial now has become official. He turned 84 years old back in November, and I wouldn't be here without him. And he's appeared on my program several times, and remember that year. Actually, I will be remembering uh, that campaign of 2000 tonight for my personal reflections as we uh, sort of celebrate the life of Pat Buchanan and mention his retirement tonight on the political cesspool. So that's coming up later this evening on this network. I'll get a lot more into All it. All right. Tucker Carlson calling it a highly aggressive propaganda campaign, ladies and gentlemen. What are we talking about? Well, I guess this huge scandal where five black police officers beat a black man to death in Memphis, Tennessee. They released the video last night. It is horrific. There's no doubt about it. But I'm telling you right now, it isn't as the mainstream press is telling you. Tucker's right on that. And James in Memphis. Imagine little old Liberty News Radio, Liberty Roundtable Live. We've got somebody on the scene almost all the time with our teeny <laughs> staff and our incredible reach and relationships. That is absolutely incredible. But the news starts now. James? Well, as we okay, we're going to go to the clip first. You want me to take it? James? Okay, that's me. All right, well, I am, uh, as you said, Sam, here in Memphis. We had a most excellent show a week ago. So I knew a week ago that this was going on, and it was a local news story. It has now become the biggest political and cultural racial news story in the country, even an international story. Uh, but last week, a week ago tonight, we had the retired police officer Jim Lancia on the program to talk in general about what's going on in policing in modern-day America. If you missed that, folks, you need to go back last Saturday and listen to it. He spent a career uh, on the force with a six-shooter in a billy club, serving warrants in high-risk, uh, diverse areas at the height of the crack epidemic in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Very informed commentary last week, and a lot of the things he said last week have uh, fleshed out. And so now that leads us to, well, what everybody's talking about. And if you don't know, obviously, Tyree Nichols, a 29-year-old black male, uh, was beaten savagely and then died from the injuries he sustained in that beating three days later in the hospital. Now, being here in Memphis, uh, you could feel the tension really, really rising. Uh, it was all over social media, all over the local news, just a real palpable unrest because people believed that this was going to be a white-on-black incident. And, but I knew better than that. I see, Out of five officers involved, I said I would be very surprised uh, if there were a couple of whites on there. I knew there was 0% chance it would be 100% white. Hey, uh, but can it you did turn out the to break? be Keep five going, blacks. James. Yeah, thank you, Sam. It did turn out to be five black police officers uh, involved in a beating of a, of a black male. But that has not stopped the narrative. Now, a lot of the air was released from that racially charged balloon when it did turn out to be all black on black here, but you still see the criminally corrupt. You really cannot share and live in a 
honest, trustworthy society with people who have these opinions. Here's CNN. CNN headline, the police who killed Tyree Nichols were black, but they were still driven by racism. And the whole article is, and here's another one. This is in the USA Today. Wait a minute, I morning. thought according to CRT, black people can't be racist there now. Yeah, well, they're saying they have been so infected by systemic white supremacy that it, they subconsciously acted like whites here. It's basically what they're saying. Here's the USA Today. When the officers are black, Tyree's death raises tough questions. And then the article continues, the race of the officers involved doesn't matter. I mean, since when, when does that happen? It's, oh, it's, we it's finally far agree less it doesn't matter, right? It, it's far less important than the race of the victim. And then it says, historically cultured... Uh, a historically biased culture of policing puts black people at risk regardless of an officer's race. So now this is absolute madness, Sam, and it continues this blood libel against whites. What you have here were almost certainly, and I watched all of the footage last night. I watched the Sky Cop footage without audio. I watched the body cam footage. It was a horrific beating. Uh, they had him detained. There was no reason it was to wrong. Hold beating. on. It was wrong and evil, even though I work with sheriffs all across the country and I'm involved with uh, law enforcement in many, many, many ways. Look, we have always advocated for getting rid of the bad apples. These are bad cops. These are cops with a bad attitude and a problem. There's no doubt about it, and they should not have done this at all. But that doesn't well, they change that there's more points to be made here than just that. Well, absolutely, and the media is making them for us. And, well, I'll tell you another thing. What happened here is there was a mass exodus of white cops from the Memphis Police Department. And then uh, the city of Memphis stated in no uncertain terms that they wanted the police force in Memphis to look like the community, which means, I mean, I think that's pretty clear, they want a majority black uh, police force, and they are only allowing applicants to come from inside the city limits of Memphis, which is, you know, a 70% black city. Used to, if you lived in the suburbs of Memphis, you, 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 could, you could get on now. it's Anyway, they've got these diversity affirmative action hires now that are almost certainly, and I think in this case, it, it is certain, that they were not the cream of the crop. All of the officers involved in this beating uh, were have been on the force between two and five years respectively none longer none uh, a veteran for more than five years so that coincides perfectly with this push from memphis from the city of memphis to have majority black officers regardless of whether they're the most qualified you see what i'm saying and so you get people like this and then this is what happens but the fact that the media is still trying to stoke racial unrest uh, this is just another dime a dozen what black a on black shame killing. and a disgrace it is and, well, and even the, the local law enforcement here is saying it's a racist attack uh, it's just like Rodney King. Well, no, there's a big difference between this and Rodney King, if you don't mind me saying. Uh, and that is that it was white on black in one and black on black in the other. Uh, but in any event, uh, this is this is what's hold going on. on. The other, hold on. The other difference between the Rodney King and this, and I'm not defending this in my statements, but sure. remember, we have had hostilities and hatred from Antifa, Black Lives Matter, communist and socialist organizations in bed with the media and big corporations for funding, fanning the flames <clears throat> of cop hatred. We don't need the cops. We don't need law enforcement. Get rid of them right now. You say, well, Sam, doesn't this just play into the narrative of that even further? Yes, it does. If this, if this is really real, not a huge psyop to engender more hate. The question becomes, was this really five black dudes that had a bad attitude, I got, I went got a little something. too far, or is this a real planned 
narrative from the get-go. I got some. And a couple of years ago, we might not believe it's a planned narrative from the get-go. But after Charlottesville, after January 6th, James, I'm not so sure. Well, I will tell you something that just came to me within the last 30 minutes that nobody's talking about. I can't verify it, and I'll get to it in just a moment. But, folks, you will have heard it here first on Liberty News Radio. Uh, But I I, want to say one more thing. So it's a tragic deal. I I think that you had – I think the city of Memphis is culpable for uh, putting the race of the applicants ahead of who might be best suited for the force. In any event, no matter what, we know that these people – Justice has actually been served here. I mean, you had protests in the city of Memphis last night. The the school system in Shelby County, Tennessee, shut down yesterday in anticipation of riots. Uh, Businesses were boarding up and closing early all throughout town uh, because of of the unrest ginned up by the media here. Now, why would anybody protest this? Now, I don't like seeing anybody beaten to death, black, white, or or, or whomever. It's wrong. We stand against yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But but there was nothing to protest here. I mean, it was a tragic event, but these police officers were fired and arrested and charged with murder nearly immediately. So so what, what, hold what are they on. So what about? more do you want done, people? Yeah, I mean, so what are they protesting about? And it, it, it was, it was. You, you don't even have the racial angle to seek your teeth into, like all of these race baiters love to do. These cops were fired and arrested, and they're facing murder charges now. Uh, we'll, we'll let hopefully justice be done in courts, and if if somehow, some way, the courts and the evidence reflect something that we're not seeing on these videos, they'll either be found guilty or not guilty. Hopefully, in a fair trial, and whatever the just verdict is, is what they'll receive. But, uh, but to, to go down last night. These protesters shut down interstate traffic. They have done this before. They went. Which, by the uh, way, hold on. Let me stop you there. They have every right to listen to me. They don't have a right to protest, folks. That isn't your right. You have a right to peacefully assemble. And you're not peacefully assembling when you stop people from their natural flow of life in and out of the city. This is wrong. needs to be stopped. But, of course, since it's too politically and racially charged, they stood down and let it happen, James. That's exactly what happened. This is what I say. Imagine me and you, Sam, and Chris, and, and a handful of our friends going and trying to shut down one of the largest travel arteries in the United States. You're talking about the I-55, Interstate 55 bridge that connects downtown Memphis with the state of Arkansas. And for a lot of people in that area of Arkansas, you have to get to Memphis to go to the nearest hospital. What if somebody's in labor? What if somebody's dying and they're stuck in, in traffic for hours because you have a bunch of Black Lives Matter and Antifa malcontents deciding they're going to go stand on the bridge and block traffic and not one of them was arrested every single one of them should have been arrested full stop you do not have the right to shut down the flow and i'm not just talking about a busy city street or in the neighborhood where this occurred you're shutting down interstate commerce and travel and traffic and that, that could be a life-threatening situation but the local media the and national you're not, media and you're not doing, you're not people. doing it Hold on, you're not doing it because you don't have other places to meet or assemble either. You're doing it because exactly. you want your statements to be massive. You want this to be a uh, almost a, um, I don't know what you want to say, kidnapping of our rights. Almost a, um, oh, what is it when you hold somebody against their will? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, kidnapping Hostage. would be one of yeah, hostage. Yeah, that's uh, we, good. Look, it's almost like taking the nation hostage or taking Memphis and or uh, related states, surrounding states, hostage by this. That's their attempt, James. 
See, and that's and, why, and, and, in my opinion, it's such a problem. It's not peaceful assembly. Well, it was peaceful in so much as what you expect. And see, what the city expected was that they were going to burn it down. That's why the schools weren't in session. Imagine shutting down all the schools in expectation that these people wouldn't be civil enough. Uh, to, and again, what are they protesting? The cops were arrested, charged with murder? I mean, that, that sounds fair to me. Uh, but but there they were, and the local and national media were praising them. Oh, look how peaceful! This is what you know, Dr. King had in mind. This is this is what a peaceful protest. What shutting down interstate traffic? That's a felony. That that that's a federal interstate. That's not even a, a local thing. Uh, that's not even a local state charge. That is a federal offense to shut down interstate. Uh, and anyway, and but they were all being praised for how peaceful they were in in in, in doing this. No matter you know. What uh, traffic backed up for God knows how long um, in any event. Uh, so that 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 was just one thing that happened last night. But unlike when they did this before, it was in July. So they could stay out there all night. But, you know, you're on a bridge. You've got un- unobstructed wind hitting you off the frigid waters of the Mississippi River. So they they went home uh, before midnight, but they still shut it down for, for, for a couple, three hours. And uh, anyway, uh, all lauded. Not not only were they not arrested, they were praised. And but here's 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 this: um, a former United States Senate nominee texted me this morning and said that they have a source on the Nashville Police Department that said this was gang related. And my very first hunch, I said, you know, I don't have anything to back this up, but I'm looking at these cops and I'm looking at them, and I know that you know they just came on the force, and Memphis isn't hiring the the, the finest anymore. And I'm saying it would because they beat this guy for no reason. I mean, he was six foot four, 140 pounds. You got five cops just wailing on him. And I mean, he he, he was out and they continued. I said, this almost and, looks gang related. Yeah, it would not clearly, surprise me if they were we're clearly saying none of this is acceptable. I know I'm repeating myself on this, but I want to make it very clear. We're not saying this is acceptable. What we are saying is if this is gang related, bring out the facts. If this is related yeah, and, and, and to some listen. psyop, bring out the real details. But they'll cover it up because they don't want to talk about it. They want to make their agenda that the cops are bad. That's what they want out of this. And hey, well, some they cops want are the cops bad. To, to, to be bad, they really wanted these cops to be white. I, I, I don't mince my words in that. I think the media and the powers that be were very deflated when it turned out that there were no cops to, to hang a racial unrest thing on this uh with but uh, they're still but they're still even even so even though they're all black they're still saying it's white supremacy white supremacy is trending on twitter right now as we do this interview live associated with these five (laughs) black cops uh, but in any event, I don't know if this is true. It's purely speculation. I do have somebody who has who, who claims to have a source in another yeah, I understand. department. And let's dig into that source and run it to ground. But I will say this, though. Part of the reason that I think it's propaganda is this. <laughs> Nichols can be heard screaming for his mom during the confrontation. Now, I don't mean to be offensive, but what grown man of 29 years old, unless this guy's just a little punk, what grown man of 29 years old would be screaming for their mommy? Okay, if I was getting beat to death, the last thing I'd be doing is yelling mommy. Okay, I, something isn't right with that. And all over the mainstream news now, you hear mommy or whatever this guy's yelling this super loud and everything else. I'm just saying I don't believe that would really be the normal breakdown narrative either. Something's designed at every point to maximize this, James. And the cops had to know that their body cam footage and the sky, they did it right underneath one of these 
these uh, poli- uh, police official police yeah sky police or video cameras the sky yeah. cops so i mean they, but they they had to know that all this was going to be on on footage i mean it just none of it really adds up i mean there's just bits and pieces but none of it makes sense they had to know that you can't just beat a guy that's defenseless and restrained and and beat him you know for five guys on here's the other problem that i really have. weird he dies three days later i'm a little bit surprised at that too because you know what if you got me that bad and then take him to the hospital I'd be surprised if they couldn't restore you. We'll talk about that coming up, too. Hang tight. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Jeremy Scott. More fallout following the death of Tyree Nichols days after he was violently beaten by police in Memphis. Two sheriff's deputies in Shelby County, Tennessee, have been relieved of duty. The sheriff says he's concerned about their actions and has announced an investigation. President Biden says the video deeply pained him. It starts with cops surrounding his car and throwing him to the ground, with one being heard saying they hope he gets stomped for running away from the police after he breaks free. I hope they stomp his ass. I hope they stomp his ass. Smith is calling for other cars because him and Martin are chasing him. Officers then tackled him and started kicking and punching him while spraying mace. Nichols can be heard screaming for his mom. Nichols died in the hospital days after a January 7th traffic stop involving now former police officers. The officers have since been charged with murder. I'm Dave Collins. Los Angeles, New York, Portland, just some of the cities where protesters gathered Friday night following the release of that video. There were some confrontations between protesters and police in Los Angeles. Three people were arrested in New York City, including one that reportedly assaulted a police officer. Hundreds of protesters gathering in several U.S. cities. Body cam video has been released as well in the brutal hammer attack of Paul Pelosi. The video from last October shows police in San Francisco knocking on the door of the Pelosi's residence. Paul Pelosi opens the door with a man beside him holding a hammer. The video then shows the man hitting Pelosi in the head and officers wrestling him to the ground. David DePape calling a television station on Friday after the release of that video saying, quote, you're welcome, and that he apologizes for not getting more of them. He has pleaded not guilty to all charges. Pelosi is still recovering from the attack. This is USA News. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Nothing fights the winter blues like a delicious and satisfying meal. Luckily, Omaha Steaks makes it easy to stock up and fill your freezer with flavor. Save on perfectly portioned favorites, easy meals, and so much more with Omaha Steaks Freezer Filler Sale. Go to OmahaSteaks.com and use promo code TREAT at checkout and get $30 off your order. That's $30 off an endless variety of gourmet choices. Visit OmahaSteaks.com, use promo code TREAT at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required.
Well, welcome back, everybody. James Edwards here on the Liberty Roundtable this morning here. The great Sam Bushman, Liberty News Radio. And uh, Commander Chris is with us as well as we're talking about the situation here in Memphis. We'll be talking Lieutenant. <laughs> Lieutenant. 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 Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, trying to I'm bump you up. <laughs> Promoting you here live. Uh, but we talked about it last week with a retired police officer. We'll be talking about it more tonight and talking about it now. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, it is the biggest news story out there right now, the situation involving Tyree Nichols and uh, five black police officers, a lot of speculation about what their background was. Were they the most qualified that could have been in that position? What went wrong? Why did they beat this guy so savagely? And I know, Sam, you had some other things uh, to, to bring up about that. Yeah, the, the, idea that they, the idea that they literally stopped him, surrounded his car. There's five cops on the scene right from the start. When does that happen? Ladies and gentlemen, when does an average guy get pulled over and all of a sudden your car's surrounded, you're yanked out of the car and thrown to the ground? Come on now. Well, I actually, Sam, I, 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 I was confused about that, too. I watched everything last night. I mean, it was on all the local stations for hours. They preempted all of the primetime programming on Friday night, and all of the stations were just running this for hours and and so i got to see a lot of it uh much more than a lot of people outside of memphis may may have been able to find on the internet and he was pulled over for a traffic stop before the five officers joined what happened was he was pulled over and they were trying to restrain him and he was being combative and okay, he so let me compliant. stop you there now all right so this whole narrative then where they're showing on the mainstream press, where they're stopping this guy, surrounding his car and all this kind of stuff. See, they're baiting the escalation, folks. If it started out peacefully, but this guy fought against and resisted, how well is it going to go for you, Chris, when you fight against the cops and resist for a traffic violation? Who does that? Well, see, here's the thing. Being nuanced here... Obviously, you don't deserve to be beaten to death, even if you're not complying with cops, because no, people don't not. comply with cops. You know, and I know you're not saying that, but if people don't comply with cops' instructions you know, every single day. I, you know, A lot of them don't. But, but so what happened was he got pulled over, and, and the two officers that pulled him over tried to, you know, they were telling him, lay on your stomach, lay on your stomach. Lay, and he wouldn't, and he was laying on his side, and he wanted to, to jaw with them. And then they started to struggle, and he, and, he, and he got loose, and he ran, and he ran. All right, so we'll talk about that in a second. But, Chris... What do you think? Who does that, though? When was the last time you started no. fighting with the cops, buddy? No, I'm the most courteous of ever when I uh, pulled over. In fact, I was just pulled over about two days ago for not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> you know, I didn't get out and try to pick a fight with the cop, obviously. You know, I wanted him to be as uh, as friendly and as easy as When was the last time possible? you were uncooperative with the cops, James? I'm making a point on purpose here. I get pulled over a lot. I talked about this last week. I get at least one or two speeding tickets a year. My insurance companies love me. I, so I've got a lot of experience being pulled oh, over, goodness. and never once did I do what this guy did. What he did, Sam, was he ran, and he ran like a bat out of hell. I mean, he's 6'4", 140. He ran fast, and these out-of-shape police officers, you can see it on the body cam. I watched it. They chased him for about, oh, I don't know, about 50 yards, and then they were sucking air so hard they couldn't continue. I got a question. That's when they called him back up. I got a question. I'm stupid. Hold on. Why even chase him? Why not just sit back and open a Dr. Pepper and hang out on his car hood, man, <laughs> waiting for you to come on back? If you don't, we'll go ahead and impound your vehicle and find you a little later, my friend. Why the That's chase? Why the escalation, James? 
Well, that's that's a good question. You know, I don't know. Maybe uh, depending on what they were pulling him over for, and if they suspected him to be under the influence, I, we don't know all of these details. They're not focusing yeah, on any of that. They're just focusing on white supremacy. But the, you see him calling in for backup. It says uh, slim, uh, black male, slim build, wearing a hoodie. Ooh. You know, going in this direction. So the, then you see the other cop car come up, and they said, "Which way did he go?" And they they pointed. So I guess at some point, and then the footage continues. All of the cops are together. I, I assume the original. Officers that yeah. pulled him over all along I'm, all with the I'm backup. telling you is who escalates, who gets yanked out of the car, what happened in the beginning, why is this? Okay, the escalation is the problem. And then you run from the cops. Okay, I don't know about you, but it's only been in the last few years I've even learned that was like a thing. Okay, I've never heard in my whole life until the last two or three or four years, five years, um, that blacks are so afraid of the cops that they run. But I got a question. Is a black guy afraid of the black cops? Because if so, then what's the advantage of letting all the white cops leave through attrition and hiring a bunch of black cops? If the black population's still afraid of them all and they're going to run. But why don't we teach people, and nobody's talking about this. Why don't we teach people, I suggest you don't run from the police. Okay? Don't do it. It's not going to help your cause. I know you're afraid. But if you want to escalate the likelihood of your fear coming to reality, just run. How that's dumb it, am that's, I, that's it. I mean, uh, yeah, no, that, that's exactly right. So I think I, I would be willing to bet had Tyree Nichols and, you know, it's a shame what happened. Uh, but if, the, if he complies and if he lays on his stomach and quits asking questions and quit trying to, to, to chat, you know, obviously he doesn't deserve to die for any of that. And these people are rightly facing a murder charge. We'll let the courts figure out again after all of the evidence is is presented you, that's why you don't try these things in the court of public opinion we'll get all the evidence out and we'll see what happens with these guys i mean right now it doesn't look good for them but i i you know i want the, the system to to play itself out that's 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 why we have trust in it even though i don't know how much we should anymore but in any event yes if he had if he had done that i think that he'd still be alive and these cops wouldn't be facing a murder rap but uh, and nevertheless i still don't understand though i mean i guess as i said when they were struggling one of the cops was trying to mace this guy and he ended up hitting one of the other cops with the mace uh, and so I don't know if it was just something as simple as, I mean, we heard some reports, maybe there was some gang w w relation to this that is purely speculative. I don't know who the source is on that. I'm passing it along, though, uh, because it's a trusted source of mine uh, that has given me their source, if that makes any sense. But I think at the end of the day, you, what you got to look at is, uh, was it just a, a situation where the cops got mad because he wasn't listening and the cops got mad because they got maced and had to chase him. And then when they caught him, they just started beating him. Uh, but, but there's just no doubt about it. That violates all police protocol. Once a subject is subdued, you don't just continue the beating. Uh, and we and, condemn and, and them. to give aid. And we condemn them for all that. And they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. There's no question. No one's disputing that. My problem with this narrative, though, is... Why did he get out of the car anyway? If all of a sudden you get pulled over for reckless driving or whatever they claim, and the cop comes up to the window and says, sir, you're driving out of control, what you do is you give him your license, you give him your registration, and you say, sir, I'm sorry you interpreted it as reckless driving. Here's what happened or whatever. I had something in my eye. I don't know what the cause is. All I'm saying is you, you don't need to escalate, but somehow we got the car pulled over, fighting with the cops, and then you run. And I'm telling you, in every case where someone has died and the cops are the bad guys, you've got a guy that's got a past record. I don't know if this guy does or not yet. You've got a guy who um, literally fights with the cops and then flees. And every time it goes bad.
So little kids, when you're in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, I want to go around to the government schools everywhere, and I just want to say, hey, if you plan on fighting with the cops and running from the cops, expect it to go bad. Is it the cops' fault? Probably. Is it your fault? Absolutely. Because you know what? You're not going to do any good by fighting with the cops. Okay, you've got your car there. You've got your registered vehicle there. You've got. They will trace you. They will find you. They will have their way at the law with you, whatever the case is. Running will do you no good. Fighting will do you no good. Now, I don't know if you're on drugs so you can't realize and you just fight. I don't know. But I'm telling you, that never goes well. Answer, be cooperative. Pull the Chris Carlson. Be polite. Be super genuine. Or genuine. Show your hands. Give them your stuff. Not because I think that you need to be perfect to the cops, but if we want the cops to be kind to us, we better start by leading with kindness and start by building a relationship of trust. I'm so sorry you pulled me over, officer. Here's what the real story is. or what. I'm just telling you, it never goes well. Why isn't anybody talking about this but Sam Bushman, James? That's a good question. That was not brought up at all. And I, with what I saw again, I what I saw started with him on the ground outside of the car after the initial stop. I don't know if they pulled him out of the car or for what reason he got out of the car. Yeah, I they say they yanked him out of the car. All right, maybe they did. I didn't see that. I, but I, but know, again, I my question trust. is why. And I'm still saying if you get yanked out of the car, the cop might be out of line. But I'm telling you, fighting back. Well, did, well but good. was this was this guy being confrontational? Was he mouthing off? Was there a reason for the cops to pull him out of the car? That I don't know. Uh, and then it, it picks up after that. After he runs, it picks up again sometime later after they found him. And then all the cops are together, the backup and the original. So, uh, and, and and apparently some other people too. All right, we know you got to go in a second, James. Any final thoughts? No, I mean, you know, again, justice be done. It's a terrible situation. I, you know, you do feel bad for the family, obviously for the victim. Uh, let's let all the evidence be presented, though, before we rush to, to an opinion and a judgment. In other words, you're saying, hold right on, now. you're saying even though you're a racist because you're white and I'm a racist, you're saying <laughs> yeah. these black guys should get due process? You're saying absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And, and oh. I'm sad that the guy died. I mean, that's obviously that brings me no joy. I would much rather... Nazi white supremacy trending right now as a result of this, and, and, and obviously you don't ever want anybody to die. So just a bad situation all the way around for all of us. Yeah, by the way, don't run from the cops, though. Just telling you. <laughs> Thanks, James. Talk to you soon. Hey, skip right, the break, you. will you? I want to go straight to Chris now. Thank you so much for your patience and letting James cover this. It's just a late-breaking story we got to get to. But I'm saying, look, you don't run from the cops. You don't <laughs> fight the cops. You don't all these things are going to absolutely make sure that it goes bad for you. Now, did this guy have, should this guy have died? Of course not. Of course not. I'm not saying that. But I am saying if you expect to fight with the cops, disobey, and, uh, you know, run, I'm just telling you, it isn't going to go well whether you live or not. Chris. Well, let me um, see if I can shed a little light on this story from my personal perspective, and I'm going to share a story uh, that happened when I was, uh, oh, I don't know, 16, 17, and an idiotic teenager. <laughs> so I had a friend who was from down Missouri way, a southerner like you and James, <laughs> and hopefully this doesn't reflect negatively on you, but he was one of those southerners that just had a wild streak about him, okay? And me and him, he and I were buddies. So we, we uh, got it in our heads uh, somehow that we were going to sneak into a local Girl Scout camp, <laughs> which obviously was a stupid idea. So we snuck in, we started talking to the girls, and all of a sudden, of course, as we should have expected, 
the counselors took notice that there were a couple of teenage boys in this Girl Scout camp with all these younger girls. Obviously, that is a situation that should be mitigated. And they uh, proceeded to mitigate it. We proceeded to run. This is at night, mind you, (laughs) in the dark. And um, he and I proceeded running, and they almost caught up with us. And they kept shouting, stop, stop. And he continued to run, similar to um, Tyree Nichols. And I proceeded to stop. And I guess the reason I shared that story with you, Sam, is because some people just have this this notion that when they're being pursued by authorities, uh, the best thing to do is to run. And in my mind, I thought the best thing to do was to respect authority, even though to this day I regret having done it because now I'm labeled a chicken. But that's just the way some people think. So this young man, obviously, like you and James speculated, probably had a history of criminal activity, probably thought in his head that the best thing to do to avoid conflict was to run, which obviously is not a very rational thought to have under those circumstances. And as a consequence, he's now dead. Now, I'm not saying that he should, that, that those are the just consequences for what he did. Obviously, it's not. Those police officers were in the wrong. And one of them was probably having a bad day, and he probably lost control of his emotions and proceeded to take out his frustrations on this unfortunate young man. And that uh, behavior catalyzed uh, the sentiments or the emotions of the other police officers who were with him, and they all proceeded in a groupthink fashion to do what they did, and they probably looked back on it and said, what was I thinking so I don't know if any of that sheds any light on the situation. Um, I, I am always very, very courteous to police officers. It doesn't matter where, whether I feel that I was justly pulled over or not. I know that they have all the power. And at that particular point, I have very little, if any, power. So my approach to any situation is to be as cooperative, to be as kind and courteous and gentle as possible. And as a result, I am still alive today. And I have a lot of friends and very, very few enemies. And those enemies that I do have, it's because they think I'm weird because of my political beliefs. Anyway, I don't know if that sheds any light on the situation. I've got a couple of other additional thoughts. Did you want to comment on what I just said? Yeah, I think you're right on this. But I'm telling you right now, people need to learn this and learn this quickly. Every time one of these cases comes to be a serious problem, the cops are out of line. I don't disagree one, one bit. The cops are absolutely out of line and should be criminally prosecuted and fired. There's no doubt we need to get rid of the bad apples. But I'm telling you, if you think you can fight with cops and run from the cops, that's that's going to do you any good. I'm telling you, you are sadly mistaken. And people need to teach this stuff. This is simple, 101. Okay? Now, we don't know why he died three days later. Because usually you could recover from this severe beating or whatever. Now, maybe it was just too bad. I don't know. But the other question that I have is this. What do we know about this Tyree Nichols? Okay. We don't know anything about this guy. I look and I type in Tyree Nichols record. And they say, did he have a criminal record? I'm trying to still find this out. Why isn't the American people told that? And you would say, well, that's not relevant. He didn't deserve to die. I agree he didn't deserve to die. But it absolutely is relevant. Okay? 
this is something that you cannot ignore because if they're literally going to pull somebody over and they grab the license plate and run it really quick while they're pulling you over and they see this guy in there with a criminal record, they're already ready for a different response than if they see Sam Bushman, blind person, doesn't have a driver's license because he can't see, and he's the passenger, and then they see Julie, his wife, and she doesn't have any record whatsoever. They're going to pull us over differently than this guy that has a record. Okay, they are. And if you expect that not to be the case or you feel like that's wrong, it's impossible to prevent. It is reality. Reality is things as they really are. I bring that up, Chris, because we really need to put this in perspective. Yeah, yeah, that young man, I mean, he had been brainwashed to think that when police stop you, that your chances of dying are better if you just sit there and let them do what they want than to run, which is completely and totally illogical. Why would any, I mean, he's 29 years old. You can't blame it on the fact that he was, you know, your prefrontal lobe is not fully developed until age 25. But uh, probably because of the drugs that he had taken, the pornography that he was exposed to, and he's yelling, mommy, mommy, mommy. That's actually a psychological phenomenon of which I am somewhat familiar. When you suppress your your spiritual and social development through the use of drugs and the exposure to pornography, um, it stifles your personal, um, social, and psychological development. So it doesn't surprise me that he was screaming for his mother. Um, that is actually a social phenomenon that um, is quite common. Yeah, among would you scream for your mom? No, no. I quit that probably at about age 20-ish. Somewhere around there, <laughs> but I'm I mean, just, now I be I'll be the first to say we need a swift, full, thorough, transparent investigation of this thing. I get it and I agree. Now there's something else I want to bring up about this. <clears throat> um, the Nichols family <clears throat> and their attorneys have now called on the Department of Justice to investigate what they call saturation patrols which they described as quote big teams of police patrolling neighborhoods in the name of quote decreasing violent crime but they say instead these foster a wolf pack mentality or mindset and lawyers mm -hmm. say the five officers who beat Nichols were part of such a unit now this is true, by the way. And so the family does have some point here. Saturation patrols uh, become a problem. But let me ask society why they do these saturation patrols, James. Okay. okay? I want you to think about this. Why are they doing a mm -hmm. saturation patrol in the first place? Um, Groupthink mentality. That's all I can think of. Uh, well, my response know, is because numbers, because the community is so violent, because the people are so against the cops, okay, that they can't get any other way to reduce crime. Hmm. Okay, they look yeah, for impaired driving behavior. Okay, they're also called blanket control patrols. Okay, they're DWI patrols. Okay, they have these. But you know what? They only do these uh, in a small geographic area because there's, quote, hotspot crime reduction needed. 
this happens in these big cities and stuff like that, James. But the reason that it does is because they have no other way to stop the violence. Now, if the people were self-governed and didn't have this violence in the first place, they wouldn't have these big teams getting together called saturation patrols in the first place. When was the last time you saw a saturation patrol near your house, Chris? Uh, we don't have any of those in my neighborhood. It's a per- very peaceful neighborhood. Yeah, because uh, it's a problems, peaceful neighborhood, uh, right? Yes. Um, what was I going to say? There's, um, you know, a lot of this crime did not develop until the 60s. I don't know if you know that, Sam. If you look at the I do know line, that. It was, it was pretty flat. And then in the 60s, when a lot of drugs were introduced, the rock and roll scene uh, came on. Um and pornography, quite frankly, pornography is actually quite a blight on society. I don't know if you know about its psychological effects. It, it lowers your inhibitions. It makes you more animalistic. I think that has a lot to do with it, you know, as well as the drugs, the violent uh, movies that started coming out in the late 60s, uh, the drugs, uh, the free sex, all that stuff contributed to the increase. Yes, but in now what about the literal blatant, we hate the cops, we want nothing to do with the cops, we want to defund the police, you know, F you to the cops. What about this narrative over the last two or three years? you think that had anything to do with this guy fighting with the cops or running? Mm-hmm. Well, do you mind if I pose my theory at this point? So I was yeah. thinking about this as you and James were talking, Sam. So I believe that eventually what they want to bring about is a federal police force to replace all the that local police is right. forces. And that's why the family's literally going to the Justice Department right now. And they're calling on the DOJ to investigate saturation patrols. Because you see, mm-hmm. what you need is... Now, FBI did saturation on my buddy, Ken Cromar, where they literally, the FBI got in bed with and, and, and you know, caused a big problem and had a 175-man SWAT team at his house. Uh, they, uh, the Bundys experienced that when they got stopped and poor Lavoy Finnecum lost his life. Uh, so don't feel that the FBI is going to make a difference, but you're right, that's where they're headed. Right. That's where they're headed. And let me, and let me see if I can put a finer point on this theory. So... The reason that they're blowing this incident way out of proportion, and they really are, it it is weird because the perpetrators were black. So why are they picking on the black police officers? I think what they're trying to do is illustrate that the problem cannot be solved by putting black police officers in black neighborhoods and white police officers in white neighborhoods. The only way they can solve this is, like I said, uh, creating a a national police force that is controlled from Washington, D.C., and, of course, as you said, we already have one, the FBI. And, you know, that's already a huge tragedy in the case of LaVoy Finnecum, as you, you pointed out, and in other incidences. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the best theory I've got, Sam. Uh, we know that they want to do it. There, there's no question about that. But this just may uh, further facilitate that transition and, and hopefully not. Yeah, we'll keep, an eye on the, we'll keep an eye on the ball for this story, ladies and gentlemen. Enough on it now because we just need more information. We need the investigation to be transparent. We need the investigation to give us details to where we can really understand, did this guy have a record? Uh, you know, what really happened? Was there gang affiliation? Was there this um, saturation patrol? That is that the problem? Uh, was this guy driving? Why did he fight with the cops? How did we escalate? We need de-escalation training for all the cops. There's no doubt about that. On another story right before the end of the hour, though, they say this. This is supposed to be a good headline. 
uh, Chris. Republicans demand spending cuts before raising debt ceiling. Now, some would say that's good news, and I guess if you're going to cut some spending, it's good news. But to me, it means they've already given up on not raising the debt ceiling. Think about the headline. Republicans demand spending cuts before raising the debt ceiling. They're not even talking about not raising it. They've already lost. Chris? Yes, they have already lost. But you know what they mean. Let me give you a Washington definition of reducing spending. So it's called baseline budgeting. And you're familiar with that, Sam. I don't mean to patronize you on this. But what it is is you assume that you will increase the budget by a certain percentage every year. And when you don't increase it by that percentage, let's say the increase is 5%. And when you only increase it by 3%, that is considered a spending cut, believe it or not. (laughs) In the real world, obviously, you couldn't get away with that. I couldn't get away with it in my household. But Congress gets away with it all the time because they redefine what an increase is and is not. So Yeah, but the bottom line, though, is I don't want them to raise the debt ceiling at all. Uh, The debt ceiling wasn't to play games and extract special privilege or spending cuts. The debt ceiling was meant to be a stop on spending and force us to find other ways and live within our means. They've lost sight of that whole reality on both sides of the aisle, and this is proof. Republicans demand spending cuts before raising the debt ceiling. So they're going to raise it. They've already told you so. The only question left is how much can they extract, and the answer is not much when you already give away your cards. Yep. It's a disgrace. Right on top of that. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's not so bad. Anyway, I'm telling you, I'm going to leave you with the final words this hour. Second hour is going to be great. Second hour, we're going to talk about the empires, new clothes. We're going to do that. But all I'm telling you is, folks, do not run from the cops. Do not fight with the cops, even if they're in the wrong and even if they're being unkind and jerks and rough and problematic. Do not devolve to their level. If you do, you just might die. But either way, it will not go well for you. I can promise you that. So take a page out of the playbook of how to win friends and influence people. Be kind, respectful, set the moral high bar, make it impossible, virtually impossible for them to abuse you and have an excuse, okay? I'm just telling you the way to not die and to not get hurt, severely injured, okay? And don't go riot in the streets. You have a right to peacefully assemble. That doesn't mean riot or protest or stop traffic or anything else. All right, hour one of the can, hour two coming up for Sam and Chris. LovingLiberty.net, this nation shall endure. God save the republic.